You're listening to Martian Gardens, episode 1179. Hour number one, I'm Max Shea. The Martian Gardens blog is martiangardens.blog. Happy New Year, everyone. We'll start with a clarinet solo piece from Edmund Campion. This is from his Quadrivium composition released in 2023 on Numa Records, and the piece is called Geometria. Clarinet by Peter Joshoff. This is Martian Gardens, episode 1179, our number one. Thank you. 
That's Edmund Campion, Geometria, on Martian Gardens from his Quadrivium release on Numa Records, released in 2023. Clarinet on that piece by Peter Jeshoff. Edmund Campion directs the CNMAT, the Center for New Music and Audio Technologies at the University of California in Berkeley. Numa Records recently released Campion's 1995 composition Quadrivium. Each piece in the series is named for one of the disciplines of the Quadrivium. Now, the Quadrivium, the Four Ways of Knowledge, goes back to Greek philosopher Pythagoras around 500 BC. The Pythagorean, the, the Pythagorean, the Pythagorean theory is that the four subjects giving the students a sense of how the uh, universe works, uh, the makings of reality here is uh, the quadrivium as listed in Campion's composition, Mathematica, Geometria, Astronom Astronomia, and Musica. And that was called uh, Geometria, the only solo of the four ones, uh, a of the four subjects, a uh, clarinet solo. But we'll hear next music from Harold Meltzer and a piece called Chrysler Chryslerania, 
or Chrysleriana, that should be. And that's from a release from 2018 on Bridge Records called uh, Songs and Structures. Composer Harold Shapiro is on the faculty of, of uh, the Setnor School of Music at Syracuse University. Back in the early 2010s, of, uh, the, the Library of Congress invited Shapiro to write a piece commemorating the 50th anniversary of the death of violinist Fritz Kreisler. And that's spelled K-R-E-I-S, Kreisler. Uh, Kreisler was a Viennese violinist who is considered one of the all-time greatest violinists, one of the most beloved classical violinists of the first half of the 20th century. Uh, Shapiro scored his Kreislerania for violin and piano with the violinist Miranda Cookson performing here on Chrysler's own uh, Guarneri-made uh, violin borrowed from the Library of Congress. Blair McMillan accompanies Cookson on piano. Uh, Chrysleriana is in six short min- movements and runs 14 and a half minutes. And uh, again, this is in memory of the Austrian violinist Fritz Kreisler, 19, actually 1875 to 1962. And uh, this was recorded at Purchase College, Harrison, New York, uh, composed from in 2012 and revised in 2014. Harold Meltzer Kreislerian. And uh, again, this is six movements running about 14 and a half minutes. You're listening to Martian Gardens, episode 1179, hour number one, recorded on New Year's Eve 2023. This is Martian Gardens.
Music from Harold Meltzer of Syracuse University. That was called Kreisleriana. And that's in memory of the Austrian violinist Fritz Kreisler, 1875 to 1962. And Harold Meltzer was invited by the Library of Congress to uh, write this piece in his memory. And this uh, appears in on a, his release, Songs and Structures, on Bridge Records from 2018. That was violin by Miranda Cookson and piano by Blair McMillan. A little complicated piece coming up next. Um, and uh, not sure if I'll have time to get through it all. Uh, the new Open Space release is a concert that took place at uh, a long time ago at Yale. Christopher Marr, a Yale undergrad who matriculated in 1980, wrote a chaotic piece of spatialist music called Keine Catastrophe. Now, the title comes from an essay about a Swiss artist, Adolf Wolfli, who lived most of his life in a mental hospital in Bern. Uh, Wolfli, uh, Wolfli, that is, started sketching to pass the time. His drawings drew the attention of hospital staff and then art aficionados from the arts outside the hospital. Wolfli's uh, works are uh, uh, what they call outsider art, even though he was inside the walls of an institution. Uh, fellow Swiss artist Harold uh, Zeman wrote an essay, No Catastrophe Without Idol, that's I-D-Y-L-L, No Catastrophe Without Idol, No Idol Without Catastrophe, hence Keine Catastrophe, or No Catastrophe. I uh, had the notion to read some things from the notes of this piece, but I, I just don't have time. According to Craig Pepples of Open Space, who, who wrote the notes and was uh, a friend of Christopher Marr, um, Marr did not pursue a career in music, though he made quite a splash at the Yale Dining Hall with kind of catastrophe. Uh, Marr passed away in 2014. Mr. Pebbles didn't give me more details on the life of Christopher Marr, and I did not pry. Uh, we shall hear the first section, which runs about 11 minutes. Uh, there were three conductors for the performance, because there were groups of musicians throughout uh, the dining hall. And uh, all of the, these went on to careers, did go on to careers in music. Uh, Timothy Goplerud, Martin Bresnik, and Evan Zaporin, who was about 20 or 21 years old at the time. Uh, we'll hear, uh, we'll follow our selections from Kaina Catastrophe with music from Martin Bresnik and Evan Zaporin. So uh, what we'll hear is the first movement of Kind of Catastrophe running 11 minutes. And again, this was uh, a Yale Student Orchestra conducted by uh, Martin Bresnik, Timothy Goplerud, and Evan Zaporin, recorded at Jonathan Edwards College Dining Hall in April of 1980. And we'll follow this with what we can of uh, music from Martin Bresnik and Evan Zaporin. We'll hear Be Just and from uh, Bresnik and from Zaporin, Punduk Movement One. This is Martian Gardens, episode 1179, hour number one, and here is 
uh, Christopher Maher and Kinda Catastrophe Part 1 from Kinda Catastrophe, brand new on the Open Space Magazine's label.
You're listening to Martian Gardens, episode 1179, hour number two. I'm Max Shea. The Martian Gardens blog is martiangardens.blog. A quick recap of what we heard in the set that ended hour number one. Uh, Christopher Maher, Kinda Catastrophe Part 1 from Kinda Catastrophe, newly released on... uh, Open Space from, again, 2023. Music recorded at the Edwards College Dining Hall at uh, uh, the Jonathan Edwards College Dining Hall at Yale, April 1980. And uh, the conductors were Martin Bresnik, Timothy Goplerud, and Evan Zaporin. We heard two of those to follow up. We heard from Martin Bresnik, uh, who went on to become uh, a key figure in the Yale uh, Department of Music, a long influential career as a Yale professor, and uh, that was called Be Just, and that's included on The Essential Martin Bresnik, uh, released in 2006 on Cantaloupe Music, and uh, that was from the Bang on a Can All-Stars there performance with Martin Bresnik being one of the founding members of uh, Bang on a Can. And uh, that was music for violin, contrabass, clarinet, piano, guitar, and uh, percussion. Then a piece for solo piano, Evan Zaporin. We heard Pondock, Movement One, from his release Typical Music on New Albion Records from 2005. Piano by Sarah Cahill. And that was recorded at Cressage Auditorium, uh, MIT, March of 2020. Uh, uh, wait a minute. No, that's a mistake on my part. That was a 2000 composition, March uh, 2003, that was recorded. Evan Zaporin, uh, Pondock Movement 1, performed by Sarah Cahill. And uh, Evan Zaporin uh, went from... Uh, uh, Yale and is now and has been for uh, many years on the faculty of MIT. And uh, we'll hear music starting this hour uh, from Peru. Edgar uh, Valcarcel uh, and Cesar Bolognas. From Edgar Valcarcel, we'll hear uh, Canto Coral Tupac Amaru II, and that's from uh, composition, Electronic Compositions of the Andes, 1967 to 2006, on Boo Records. That's, I don't know how it's pronounced, B-U-H. Boo Records from Peru, released in 2019. And Cesar Bolognos, we'll hear Intensidad de Altura, Intense, Intensity and Height, and uh, that's from Cesar Bolognos, Tensions at the Vanguard, New Music from Peru, 1948 to 1979, released in on uh, 2012 on Pogus Productions. Uh, and uh, we, again, that's Edgar Val, Edgar Valcarcel was uh, born in a musical family in uh, Puno, Peru, in 1932, uh, Valcarcel developed a musical style, combined 
combining uh, serial and aleatory techniques and often electronics. During his career, he studied with Vladimir Usachevsky at the Columbia Princeton Electronic Music Center. He uh, taught at the Conservatory in Lima. Uh, one of the electronic pieces, uh, Valcarcel, uh, recorded at uh, the Columbia Princeton Electronic Music Center, is a piece that he integrated into a large scale piece for choir, orchestra, and percussion with a light show, Canto Choral. Tupac Amaru II was completed in 1968 and based on a poem by Alejandro Rumualdo uh, called Song of Tupac Amaru II. Tupac Amaru was an indigenous chieftain in 18th century Peru who led a large and bloody rebellion against the Spanish Empire in that country in the uh, you know, 18th century, mid-18th century. Uh, this rebellion was ultimately put down and Tupac and family were publicly executed in a most gory fashion. The late rapper Tupac Amaru Shakur named himself after Tupac Amaru II. Uh, Rumualdo, that's uh, Alejandro Rumualdo himself narrates uh, in this uh, performance. Uh, Cesar Bolognos was born in Lima in 1931. He was a friend and collaborator with uh, Edgar Val Valcarcel. Bolognos, his interest in uh, electronic music, uh, brought him to New York City as well in 1957, where he studied electronic music at RCA while studying composition at uh, the Manhattan School. The Argentine composer uh, Alberto, uh, uh, Alberto Ginestra uh, invited uh, Bolognos to study at the Latin American Center of High Musical Studies in Buenos Aires, where he helped design and develop the electronic music studio there. You can hear the product of the effort in Bolognos' 1964 electronic composition, Intensidad y Altura, or uh, Intensity and Height, uh, which was premiered at the now defunct Ditella Cultural Institute in Buenos Aires. Uh, Edgar Val Carcerel, Canto Coral Tupac Amaru, um, is again uh, for choir, uh, orchestra, percussion, and a light show with the magnetic tape accompaniment. And uh, this was uh, recorded uh, by the uh, the Camarado Vocal Orfeo, choir conductor uh, Manuel Cudoros, Cudoros uh, Barra, Bar, that is, National Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Carmen Moral and uh, narrated with the narrator Alejandro Rumaldo, uh, text by a uh, text again from Canto Coral a Tupac Amaru, KS Libertad. A choral song for Tupac Amaru, Who is Freedom, by Alejandro Rumaldo, who wrote that originally in 1958. This was recorded at the Municipal Theater in Lima, October 30th, 1970. Cesar Bolognos, Intensidad y a magnetic tape by uh, Cesar Bolognos, uh, recorded uh, at uh, the Electronic Music Laboratory at the uh, Institute of Higher Study Music Studies in uh, Buenos Aires in 1964. 
This is Martian Gardens, episode 1179, our number two. The Martian Gardens playlist is martiangardens.blog, and uh, you can uh, read this uh, for yourself on uh, the playlist with its links, in case you forget. And there is a, a link to uh, the choral song that uh, the, the, the song of Tupac Amaru, which you will hear in this piece. That runs 12 minutes before the shorter Cesar Bolognos Intensidad de la Tura. This is Edgar Valcarcerel, Canto, Coral y Tupac Amaru. You're listening to Martian Gardens, episode 1179, hour number two.
electronic music from the 1960s from Peru. We heard Edgar Valcarcel and Cesar Bolognos. The longer piece from Edgar uh, Edgar Valcarcel, Canto Coral et Tupac Amaru II. From uh, uh, Composiciones Electronica para los Andes, Electronic Compositions from the Andes, 1967 through 2006, music of Edgar Valcarcel on B or B, I don't know, BUH Records from uh, from Peru, and uh, that was music recorded at the Municipal Theater in Lima, October 30th, 1970, uh, music for choir, orchestra, percussion magnetic tape soundtrack and uh, lights and the details are on the martian gardens blog martiangardens.blog then from cesar bolognos intensidad de altura i gave you a bum steer on the uh release it's from uh, that's actually from peruvian electronic music 1964 through 1970 uh, all by cesar bolognos on uh, pogus productions from 2012 uh, pogus did release a year or two afterwards, uh, a compilation called Tensions at the Vanguard, which is uh, electronic and uh, avant-garde music from uh, from South America, and also features some pieces by Cesar Bolognos. But that Cesar Bolognos, Intensidad de Altura, is uh, from Peruvian electronic music on Pogus Productions, again from 2012, Music uh, recorded at the Institute for Higher Studies in Music at, of uh, Buenos Aires, Buenos Aires, Argentina, 1964. And uh, we start with the year 1964 again in our next set with Robert Seeley. Uh, in the, ne- the next set, we'll hear uh, from Robert Seeley, Elegia, from John Bischoff, Five Segments, and from Alice Shields, The Transformation of Ani. Uh, composer Robert Seeley, that's uh, Seeley, C-E-E-L-Y, studied at uh, New England, the uh, New England Conservatory and taught there for 38 years, as well as appointments at many other institutions. He founded the Electronic Music Studios at uh, the New England Conservatory, uh, which was uh, later dubbed the Robert Seeley Electronic Music Studio. Seeley died in 2015. Among Seeley's many sojourns was a stint with the Italian broadcasting in the early 1960s. While Seeley was working on the electronic piece that would become Elegia, which we shall hear in a moment, oh, he was working on that piece in Milan. President Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas. Elegia mourns the untimely death of Kennedy, as well as what Seeley calls a lost time, though he doesn't go into detail. A lot of people feel that way about JFK's assassination. Loss of something, and then a radical change in the culture. Um, I, I, let's see, I have an, another one from, uh, I, I mentioned, uh, uh, Edgar Valcarcel, uh, and he studied with Vladimir Ostachevsky at the Columbia Princeton Electronic Music Center. 
Composer Alice Shields was also a pupil of Usachevsky, and his personal assistant as a young composer in the 1960s at Columbia will hear Shields' composition, The Transformation of Annie. Shields uses her own voice to create all the sounds on this piece, which takes its text from the Egyptian Book of the Dead, specifically the thanatological writings of a scribe called Ani, and we have a, a link to that under Alice Shields' entry on episode 1179, martiangardens.blog. Now, in between Seely's Elegia and uh, Shields' Ani, we'll hear electronic music from a Mills College composer, John Bischoff, and a short piece called Five Segments One. After Shields, we will conclude with Bischoff's five seg- segments number four. Bischoff recorded these segments in his home studio in, at, uh, uh, in Berkeley in the 1990s. So the first piece that we'll start with, running five minutes, the late Robert Seeley. This is called Elegia, and this is from a Composer's Recordings Incorporated release from 1974 called Randall Seeley and Delmonico Electronic Music. And this was recorded at uh, Italian Broadcasting Studio di Fonologia uh, between 1963 and 64. You're listening to Martian Gardens, episode 1179, hour number two.
over the animals with the knife in their heads and their locks of hair who live among their emeralds, the aged and the shining beings who prepared the moment of Osirisani, triumphant in peace. I do not speak evil in the place of right and truth. Being shrouded in darkness, sailing to keep the festival of the dead one, embracing the old man. Osiris. Thank <laughs> you. 
Music from Alice Shields, electronic music from the Columbia Princeton Electronic Music Center. That was called The Transformation of Ani, text from the 
scribe Annie of the Egyptian Book of the Dead, and that was uh, from Pioneers of Electronic Music, originally released on CRI in 1991, uh, reissued by New World Records in 2006. Electronic Music on Tape from 1970, Alice Shields, will end the hour with our concluding piece from the Brazilian composer uh, João Pedro Oliveira, Oliveira, that he was a professor at the University of California, Santa Barbara. We'll hear his piece called Beyond, music for clarinet, cello, piano, and electronics, performed by the Performa Ensemble uh, and recorded at IMEB Bourges in 2007. This is from an IMEB release, Culture Electronique, tw- Volume 20, Pretrivium in Magisterium, 2007. And uh, that was on the Le Chant du Monde imprint from 2007, now out of print and uh, very hard to find. João Pedro Oliveira, this is called uh, Beyond Music for Small Ensemble and Electronics.
You're listening to Martian Gardens, episode 1179, hour number three. I'm Max Shea. The Martian Gardens blog is martiangardens.blog. Please consult the Martian Gardens blog for some corrections that I had to make in the last hour, including a... and that kind of thing. So... Uh, we'll hear from Michael Gogans starting off. We'll hear three trees, one. I don't know why they bother to put one when they never recorded the other, but forget it. Composer Michael Gogans was not an Ustachevsky student, but he says Ustachevsky informally introduced him to electronic music he studied jazz at the University of Utah and comparative religion at the University of Washington. While at Washington, he also studied computer music with John Rahn, R-A-H-N, and we've heard Martian Gardens on John Rahn a number of times. Martian Gardens versus John Rahn. John Rahn on Martian Gardens. Okay. Now that I've confused you even more, it's hard to make a living as a composer. Gogans had a career as a computer programmer, and uh, uh, he edited uh, C Sound, the uh, official version, which he uh, uses to create this piece, Th- Three Trees. Michael Gogan. This is from a release on New Focus Recordings, APNM, Computer and Electronic Music, Volume 3, music from the Association for the promotion of new music. And again, it's Java Programming and C-Sound that makes this piece. Michael Gogans, composed in the year 1996, revised in 2017.
This is Martian Gardens, 1179. I'm sorry about my conduct earlier. I had some trouble with my equipment and I got very frustrated and uh, kind of lost my lost my bearings for a moment. Okay, we'll start this hour with... Uh, we started this hour with uh, Michael Gogan's Three Trees, and that was from APN Computer and Electronic Music, Volume 3, Music from the Association for the Promotion of New Music, and that's from new Focus recordings released in 2023. Music created with Java programming and C sound by the composer and computer scientist Michael Gogans, composed in 1996 and revised in 2017. We'll hear next music from Annette Van de Gorn, electroacoustic music in 16 channels. Her composition Haikus was released on Empreinte Digital in 2020. And uh, this was... Uh, uh, the music was uh, inspired by the Japanese poetry form, haikus. It includes sweets for our four seasons, as well as New Year's, which is sort of its own season in Japan. It's hard to explain that. We'll hear the two New Year's pieces, which together run 11 and a half minutes. And they are Fodi Artevis, Debussy, fireworks for Debussy, and Jour de Fée, uh, Celebration Day. And uh, those are the two from uh, the, the, the New Year's pieces from Annette Van de Gorn's Haikus, uh, Haikus Jour de l'An. And this is uh, music recorded at the Metamorphose de Orphée studio of uh, Musique et Recherche in Ohain, Belgium, completed in 2019 and uh, premiered at the uh, Monaco Electroacoustic Concert 3 2019 uh, and, and you know, April 20th, 2019, it was premiered. Annette Van de Gorn, 11 and a half minutes of Haikus, Jour de Lan. This is Martian Gardens, episode 1179, Hour number three, I'm Max J. Happy New Year.
Music from uh, Belgian composer Annette Van de Gorn. That was Haiku's Jour de Lan for New Year's. And that was in two sections. Faux de Artifice, Diapé Debussy, Fireworks after Debussy, and Jour de Fête, Celebration Day. And again, that's from Haiku's music in 16 channels of fixed media realized at uh, the uh, Metamorphose d'Orphée studio of uh, Musique et Recherche Ohain, Belgium, uh, completed in 2019. This is Martian Gardens, episode 1179, hour number three. I'm Max Shea. Happy New Year's. It's the afternoon of New Year's Eve, and I don't know... Our next piece is our longest piece, uh, running uh, 24 minutes. Um, this is an electroacoustic composition from English composer Trevor Wishart. Like Shields' piece, we heard earlier in the in in the program, "Tongues of Fire" is uh, takes its uh, sound uh, sound sources from the human voice. The funny little voice samples you hear in uh, the first 15 seconds of this 24 piece is is the germ for all else that follows over its 24 minute development computer music from 1995 on martian gardens trevor wishart tongues of fire which is included on the release voice prints from the now-defunct Electronic Music Foundation, released in 2001. This was recorded at the composer's home studio, premiered at the Synthes Festival in Bourges, France, in 1994. Uh, oftentimes, the, with electroacoustic music, uh, the, uh, the actual uh, date of composition postdates its premiere because the composer went back and uh, made uh, uh, further alterations and additions to the piece. Uh, Trevor Wishart, Tongues of Fire, from Voice Prints. This is also uh, available through Bandcamp, so in spite of EMF being gone, it's uh, still available to you. Trevor Wishart, Tongues of Fire, which you'll hear now on Martian Gardens. Thank <laughs> you. 
Shut <laughs> 
Close to 25 minutes, Trevor Wishart, Tongues of Fire, from his release, Voice Prints, originally from the now-defunct Electronic Music Foundation from 2001, Computer Music with Vocal Processing, all by Trevor Wishart, recorded at the composer's home studio and uh, premiered at the Synthase Festival in Bourges back in 1994. And we'll uh, end this end of the year Martian Gardens episode 1179 with uh, another composer from the British Isles. We'll hear Irish composer Roger Doyle and a selection from his 
2005 release Passades Volume 2 on the B.V. Host label. We'll hear a piece called The Idea and Its Shadow, Electronics by Roger Doyle with uh, transformed voices of Alwyn Fuhr, Paul Dutton, and Mary Doyle. And this was recorded at the Composer's Studio in Dublin. This runs about five minutes, and that will conclude... Happy New Year and the new Martian Gardens episode 1180 will be up sometime in the first week of January. This is Martian Gardens episode 1179, hour number three. It struck me that every idea you have has its own shadow, that there's another idea that kind of ghosts it, and that very often what you're looking for as a composer is not just the idea, but the ghost of the idea, the shadow it casts as well. And the idea of the shadow is quite an interesting one because at a certain point of the day, the shadow will more or less exactly replicate the size and shape of the original object. But all the rest of the time, the shadow is either smaller and more constricted, or longer and thinner, or it's going through a perpetual state of variation. And yet, always within that variation, there is the identity also, with the original idea or object. I had a curious experience in New York State when I was visiting there last summer. I had just been discussing these ideas with an Israeli composer who lives in New York. And on my way back to the apartment I was staying in, I decided to make a detour into the library. It was a very good public library with a good music section. And I just took some of Cage's conversations and lectures of all the movies down off the shelf. They used to have this interesting thing, possibly, scholars. I think it was called something else.
exchange the idea of the melody, the harmonic progression, whatever it might be, and the shadow that it casts, that the two are different, but they're the same as well. Whenever you look at Beckett, you know the whole idea and Godel of the same thing, which is nothing, happening twice. And then later on in play, he took the idea literally, because the second section of that play is a, a literal repetition of the first. But it's only when you come to the end of it that you realize that you have heard a literal repetition. You see, the thing grows on you. You're thinking, haven't I heard this piece of dialogue before? And didn't she say that to him and then he said that to her? And you're thinking, maybe I imagined it. And then five minutes later, you're thinking, no, I have heard this piece of dialogue before. And then by the very end, you realize you've heard the whole damn thing twice. But, you see, it's a, it's a gradual realization. So in what sense is even literal repetition? Just a repetition. You know, your memory is already filtering and distorting. To play with that, 